Girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. So we're super excited today because we have our first guest. Yay! Which is, woohoo! Which is my friend Elle. Welcome to Girlfriends and Goals. Thank you, girl. Yeah. But we're gonna jump right into our first segment, which is called Girl What's Good. And in this segment, we talk about things that we've been loving for the last couple of weeks. Could be a bottle of wine, a book, a store. So Elle, we'll let you go first since you're our special guest. What have you been loving? Um, <laughs> no, I think that my girl what's good will go to you two. I think I've been loving y'all's podcast. I've been loving what you all are doing. I'm really proud of y'all. I think actually sticking to something, like saying you're going to do something and actually following through with it is really admirable because I always say I'm going to start a business and I don't do it. So I just really (laughs) wanted to shout y'all out. Y'all are doing this. It's awesome. I think I'm really, I'm really happy for y'all. Oh, that that is so sweet. Thank you. Then we almost not. didn't do this segment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good thing we listened to you. <laughs> right. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you so much. So my girl what's good for this week is actually a store. So I'm actually in the process of decorating my house. And a store that I've been loving really for the last couple months has been World Market. So um, yeah, World Market is a unique store in that they have a little bit of everything. And even though I used to live really close to one, I wouldn't have thought to buy big pieces of furniture from there. But um, usually when I would go in, I would buy snacks or wine, even maybe even dishware, but I just wouldn't think to buy large pieces of furniture. But one thing that I've been loving specifically about that store is that they actually have furniture in stock. And if you've been trying to decorate or buy furniture over the last year, you know that other stores have really been struggling to keep up with demand. And so, yeah, World Market, I've been loving it. They have stuff in stock. And um, even if you don't go in for big pieces of furniture, they source furniture and decor from all over the world. So if you're looking for unique pieces or just to try snacks or wine from different parts of the world, I think I think it could be a good look. Nice. Okay. So mine is a show. I think I'm on like episode two, or I just finished episode two. I don't think it's a new show or anything. Uh, It's on Netflix. It's called Money Heist. And um, it's in, is it in Spanish? And then they put like the English subtitles, but I've really been liking that. I like a lot of different movie genres, but um, this whole like heist thing and action and shooting and yeah, that's that's kind of my jam right now. So that's what I've been loving. Did did I tell you about that or no? Someone else did. No. Okay. Have you seen the whole thing? Yes, both of us have. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I uh, I think I binge watched it last year. I it's been like out I... that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's this a... is what happens when you're in school. Like, it really takes away your fun time. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what season are you on? One. <laughs> okay. So you have a ways to go. <laughs> Literally the second episode. Yeah. I think they have four parts out. So yeah. What? Four? I thought it was just two. Settle okay. in. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Be comfortable. Can... Yeah. I'm about to. Okay. Well, now, now that I know that you're watching it, if it comes up, I'll have to remember not to give you any spoilers. okay so um now that we know what's good uh we're gonna go ahead and jump into our topic for today which is do girls trips and friendships so it's summertime after 2020 you know we're outside we didn't get much of a chance well some people got a chance to travel last year I don't think it was advised 
but um, they did. <laughs> but now that everybody is kind of like out and about and traveling, um, girls trips are probably going to be pretty like heavy in rotation. And so we just wanted to kind of talk about girl tri girls trips that we've had, experiences with them, how they might have ended friendships, and maybe some tips on going forward uh, with girls trips uh, this summer and, and beyond. So yeah, the first thing that I would like to know is what kind of factors or things do you think need to be present to have a successful girls trip? I think my biggest thing on having a successful trip and again, this is me, um, L speaker. I think being adaptable and keeping an open mind. And I say that because I have been on a lot of girl trips um, in a lot of different places, both US and outside of US. And I think one thing, the trips that I have loved the best have been the ones where people were adaptable and they didn't get too in their feelings about things not going their way. I think along with that, speaking up, because if something's not, you know, going the way that you think it should be going and you feel the type of way about it, I think you need to speak up or otherwise it's going to turn into some resentment throughout the rest of the trip. Okay. Ooh. I'm glad you said that. I think um, there was this quote that I just shared on Instagram this week and it was like being silent. No, it was like um, not commuting, not communicating disappointment leads to resentment. That's definitely not verbatim. <laughs> I feel like I always mess up quotes on here. <laughs> like people take time with their words and say it so brilliantly. And I'm over here like, it says something like, if you're disappointed <laughs> and you don't say anything. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I think it's interesting that you bring that up to make sure you're speaking, speaking out about whatever isn't going right, because that's so true. Like when you're disappointed, when you're disappointed and you don't say anything. Now you're like forever holding onto this thing and other people don't even know <laughs> to like mm -hmm. make adjustments for you. So that's a good tip. Yeah, that's so true. Um, for me, I would say good energy and just being able to leave whatever you have going on at home. It's a vacation. It's a time to relax, release. Um, and that's not to say that you can't talk about it at all, but it's, I definitely think it's it's good to use that time what, for what it's intended for. Um, I'd also say being in agreement on activities and safety. Um, Danielle is an awesome planner. And so whenever we take girls trips, we usually will let her take the lead. And I'm happy to let her do so because she's really good at it and we always have a good time. But if another person is taking the lead, just making sure you're all in agreement on this is what we want to do, what we don't want to do. And I'd also include safety in that, just being aligned with kind of what you all see, met, see as okay to do or not do. For example, no wandering off by yourself, <laughs> inviting <laughs> people back to the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And just like being on the same page so that everyone can have a good time, but also make it safely, safely back home. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with all those. I think for me, one of the things that is important is I have to know the people who I'm going on this trip with very well. Like, I don't think I've ever, first of all, I stick to kind of the same people to travel with. And those yes. are my cousins, just because whatever happens, we're still going to be cousins. We're still going to figure it out. Like, there's no, um, there's no tension that's gonna like make us break up or anything like that. Uh, so I usually go with them. Also, I know like if I'm in a mood, they'll kind of deal with it. It won't be a huge deal following that trip or if they're in a mood and you know, like we, we just know how to navigate each other well. So I think for me, one of the key things is I have to be comfortable with the people I'm traveling with. They have to be people who I either see often, like in my normal life, or at least talk to often. Um, but that's just, that's just me. Like I just, mm -hmm. with vacations, I, I understand being adaptable, but I'm not trying to adapt so much that I'm like outside of my comfort zone a whole lot. So I just mm -hmm. kind of try to stick with what I know and who I know already. That's interesting. I feel like Danielle and I have both gone on trips with people that we didn't know. 
Yes. I, oh, <laughs> how they I, turn I, out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the one that her and I did together with a person we didn't know it was awesome and definitely one of the top girls trips that I've had. Um, I will say though that we had a mutual friend that knew this person really well. Actually, there were two trips. Yeah, two trips that we've been on where it was a person oh, that yeah. I didn't know, and then another person where myself nor L knew, mm-hmm. and both of them turned out really well. I, I was open to it because I know L and the other person, they have been friends with this, these people for a long time. And I don't know, I just felt comfortable in knowing that I don't think that they would still be friends with a person or invite them on a trip right. with me, knowing that it could be some weird stuff going on. Right. So I, I trusted yeah. them. I guess that that is that's not terrible like if you know everybody but one person but I have a cousin who's like "Mm, if there's going to be one person there who I don't like know like that Mm -hmm. even if that's your friend that's your friend like don't (laughs) (laughs) don't include me in that um so the the one time that she had to be with someone who she didn't know too well it turned out great too but um she's just very particular I kind of am too obviously but yeah (laughs) Yeah, I about- feel like your first trip with someone is you're always going to have a first trip with someone, even if it is yeah. family, there's always a first time. So I feel like go with it. You never know. It could work out good or bad. If it works out terrible, don't go again. But <laughs> again, I, I am very open minded. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I don't I don't want to spend money to be around someone who I don't want to chance it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge risk taker. Yeah, she's very risk adverse. Yeah, on certain things, like, yeah, I I take a lot of risk. Uh, so some people who are listening to this, they're probably going to be like, oh, no, you take risk that I would never take. But these types of risks that might seem like not a big deal to me, it's like, this is a huge <laughs> risk that you're taking and you could go and not have, I don't know. Yeah. So speaking of taking risk and kind of the no's, what are your like big like oh no girl we're we're not doing this on this girl's trip um so for me (laughs) no new friends like (laughs) (laughs) if it's a new friend we have to it's like road trip but I'm not I'm just not gonna which makes sense go to a country yeah like so um probably no no new friends and I can agree to like one, maybe two activities, um, but don't like pack all of my days with activities because, uh, you know, I want to go and get some relaxation in and just like see what this place has to offer. So I mm-hmm. think those are my two no's for like girls trips. Yeah. And that, I think that goes back to just being on the same page about the goal of the trip. Like, is this a trip where we're trying to trek around and hike and do the most the entire time and packing as many things, but, or, or is this a trip where we're just trying to relax and lay on the beach? Yeah. Um, for me, my big nose, I have, I think I, I have more than two. I know I have more than two. Okay. But it would be inviting your man on the trip. You know, when you, it was just one guy and yes. then all girls or even or even just hijacking the trip. So say, you know, it starts with one, like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, my man's gonna come. And then another friend was like, oh, well, I'll bring mine too. And then before you know it, it's a couple's trip Mm. or maybe there's like one or two outliers. So if it's a girl's trip, just let it be that. Yes, you think that that is obvious, but I've seen where it happens where, at the last minute or some kind of way, you know, their guy ends up on the trip. Another one for me is getting sloppy drunk. We all want to go on vacation, have a good time, enjoy a cocktail, but just being mindful and doing it within reason so that our good time isn't spoiled by having to like carry you back to your room every night. <laughs> doing things. What if they just get sloppy drunk one time? You know, if it's one time and you wake up the next morning and you're like, y'all, I'm so sorry. I mean, we've all been in, well, some of some of us have been in situations where we may have indulged a bit too much. 
but it it just can't be every night to where we're like babysitting you. But how would you know? You wouldn't know until you got there. No? Which goes back to my point. Don't take no new <laughs> friends on vacation. <laughs> I'm, look, I'll just say, do it within reason and try not to be that person that we're having to babysit because you're, you can, you continue to overindulge. And then the last one would be getting way too friendly with strangers, especially if you're taking like beach resort vacations where you're kind of all in the same place for an extended period of time, but just getting overly friendly, telling them your plans, what you're up to, you're, you're coming, you're going, mm. um, just assuming that strangers have your best interest at heart. And especially with it being a girl's trip and they know, oh, y'all are all here by yourself. All women. So, mm-hmm. Right, all women. And so, yeah, just keeping safety in mind. So. When you said, um, <laughs> When you said getting too friendly with strangers, I thought you were talking about me because I will talk to a stranger, but Mm -hmm. I also am super like private and conscious of like safety. So I wouldn't be given like plans. Um, So yeah, Yeah. I realized- I I would tell, say to you, don't be smiling at strangers. (laughs) I'm just polite. (laughs) That's another topic. Elle, would you like to go? What are your no-nos for for girls trips? So as y'all been talking, I've been trying to think, and I was like, is there a location that I wouldn't go to? Is there an activity I wouldn't do or people that I wouldn't go with? I feel like I would, I would go on a vacation with strangers. It's actually something that I've been wanting to do and not necessarily strangers. There's organizations where you have like-minded people and you go on trips together. But um, I think my big no is anything that is too like extreme sports because I have realized in my aging that, um, <laughs> that I don't have Meg Bastallion's knees. So I have dislocated my knee while on a party bus. I have broken two fingers trying to wakeboard. I had to get ankle surgery trying to ski. And so I feel like I should just like distance myself from extreme sports. Um, but again, I still would go on the trip. I just wouldn't do that one activity. Yeah, sticking to your guns about what you feel comfortable with doing. Yeah. 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 Like I couldn't go um, on a trip with people who want to do all water activities because I have a family to get back to. Like I'm not <laughs> trying to die out here. I just I just came to have fun. You know, I want to live. Your version of fun. Yeah, exactly. Your version of fun could be the water sports. I mean, um, if I could just put my foot in the water, wonderful. But you're trying to get out here where I need a, a life vest. That, that's a little bit <laughs> yeah I, I would have to think really hard about those types of things so I will say though just like as a testament to Elle's um like planning skills so um I visited London while Elle was there and um she didn't bring her man so <laughs> she checks that box from, from Miosha's list Check. but um she had planned this like day where it was just like easy going, but we still did enough things to where I felt like, oh, I've seen, you know, these places, I was able to get pictures and um and all that stuff. So yeah, I just happened to think about that. I wanted to say you are really good at planning stuff that's yeah. not like, overwhelming and still like a good time. Yeah, that's one of the- try to make everybody happy. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I wanted to have her on for this episode specifically, because out of all my friends. I feel like you've traveled the most and not just in terms of domestic or international, but you've taken the most like group trips, girlfriends, friends, family. So I was definitely interested in hearing your perspective on this topic. I'd be out there. I mean, not anymore because of the pandemic, but I used to be out there. Yeah. So is there a friendship that maybe has come to an end over a girl's trip or is there a story you wouldn't mind sharing from all of your travels? I mean, I have both. It's how much time y'all got. Girl, we got time. <laughs> Don't leave out no details. Right. Unfortunately, I have had a friendship end on a girl's trip. And I was thinking about what happened, what went wrong um, recently. And I honestly can't pinpoint it. Like, it was a girl that I had met through a mutual friend. Um, we clicked really well in that city. It was when I was living in Texas. And 
we both vibed because we were both really social. So, you know, she introduced me to my first opera. She took me to my first ACL concert. Um, we used to, you know, be happy hour buddies. And one day we decided we were going to go to Europe together. And we had both been before. So it really wasn't, you know, the anxiety that you might feel around going somewhere for the first time. It was just like, yeah, let's go. Why not? Um, so we decided to go to London and Paris for, I think we split the time, like four nights each. And we planned the trip together. Um, she's very type A like me, but probably even more so. Uh, we had a live Google Doc. We had, you know, hour by hour what we were going to do. And we were both on board with it. <laughs> and I, on, I literally cannot remember what happened. All I know is we were outside of a cafe. I don't even know if it was London or Paris. And we were arguing in the street. <laughs> what? <laughs> it didn't even get like ugly. We weren't like cursing each other out, but we were definitely in an argument outside of this cafe about the cafe. And I don't remember if it was on the itinerary or not. All I know is that's where everything came to a head. There obviously had, you know, been some tension leading up to it. And that was like the boiling point. Um, I do remember, I'm thinking about what Samaria said about me being too adaptable, not me being too adaptable. Mm -hmm. um, she brought a third party in, someone that she knew that lived in London. And I was cool with meeting up for like lunch or something, but then they started kind of coming on everything with us and like changing the plans to, to do certain things. And I remember not being okay with that. And I don't know if I said this at the time, or maybe I should have been more adaptable. I don't know. All I know is we had this blow up and I remember spending a lot of time. Actually, I think it was in London because we did that first. I remember spending a lot of time in London and in Paris by myself, roaming the streets. What? And honestly, again, I, it was fine for me because I had been like I had lived in, in France before, so it wasn't really uncomfortable. It just wasn't part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and then we got back stateside and just never text again. Like it wasn't even like we're not gonna be friends or I hate you. It was just like y'all both crickets. Knew. Yeah, all right, it's done. We didn't wow. have to talk about it. How was the flight back? Like, did you yeah. guys fly back together and yeah, we flew back together next to each other? Well, I think she was in another city. So I think we had a connecting flight, um, probably in Atlanta. And then we flew separately. So we did take a really long flight back, but I was probably watching my shows, mm -hmm. eating my good food. Sleeping. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is interesting. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she brought someone along that, yeah, wasn't an, a part of the initial plan. Did you vibe yeah. with that person okay? No. Oh. Well, mm, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. That, that'll do it. Mm. So as cool as I was with the one I went with, I wasn't as cool with her friend. Yeah. yeah. And, and it could have, it, you know, with something like that, there's a lot of different things going on. You know, there's, you just met the person, the cultural difference, because I'm assuming they're from yeah. the UK. Yeah. So there's that dynamic of American versus British. Yeah. There's a lot of different things going on. What about you, Samaria? Any girls trip stories? Oh, when Danielle was talking about like Google Doc, uh, this isn't like a full story, but I just remember one time going on a, a trip with my cousin and she usually, she's not type A at all, but I guess like when it comes to traveling, sometimes she can be. <laughs> so this was so sweet. She went as far as like finding flights for me from like my city, cause you know, she's in a different city um, to wherever we were going. And the flights that she found were great but they all had a connection. And for me, I was like, if I don't have to do a connection I'm not gonna do a connection. Like it's the place was close enough where I could just stay on the plane and spend like an extra $20 or something. It was not bad. Uh, so I was like, oh, I have to find a way to tell her like, thanks but I'm not gonna take your flight suggestion. <laughs> and she really fell away. She was like, but it's just like a, I don't know how long the layover was, like an hour or something like that. I was like, yeah, I, I know, but I'd rather not do that if I don't have to. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that that was just interesting. And it, it made me think about it when Danielle brought up the, the Google doc <laughs> that she had. But um, I haven't had any friendships end uh, probably because of who I travel with most of the time, but I did go on a trip to Miami once and it was 
with this same cousin, her cousin, and a friend. So I knew, like, obviously I knew my cousin, and I knew her cousin, like, we hadn't been around each other a whole lot, but all the times we had been around each other, I liked her. Um, and I just didn't know this friend, but I was, I was fine with it, like, whatever. So the whole time, it was like, it was good vibes, I thought, to me, you know, but apparently when they were making snarky remarks to each other, I thought they were jokes. They were not, <laughs> like, at all. So I'm just like, oh, that's so funny, because if you know me, like, I, I can be sarcastic, mm -hmm. like, you know, my friends that make fun of each other because we know like at the end of the day, we have each other's back. It's, it's nothing that like crosses any lines ever. So we hang out the entire day and everything was like perfect, a great day. Towards the evening, I started to like notice a shift and then everything that had been said that whole day, I was like, wait, I thought we were all getting along, but maybe we weren't, you know, <laughs> like maybe this isn't, you know, what I thought it was. And then later on that night, we all went back to our little hotel room and the plan was to like, just go, you know, like shower and then go and hang out for a little bit. We started watching this like thing on Lifetime and people started falling asleep. So my cousin fell asleep. And then when she woke up, it was to go put her pajamas on. She was like, yeah, I'm not going out anymore. And that didn't go over well with her friend. Because she was like, well, we're here for your birthday. Why would you not want to come out? Which I kind of get, but also like she wasn't trying to stop anybody else from going out. She was like, you know, like you guys go out, have fun. It's three of you, like no problem. I just, I'm going to sleep. And so this friend who was taking a nap woke up with all the energy in the world to like tell my cousin about herself because now she doesn't want to go out. And so it was awkward because my cousin was pretending to be to be asleep. Like she couldn't have been sleeping. This girl was loud. And she went off for like, it had to be 15 minutes and I'm not even exaggerating. So mm -hmm. imagine like you're trying to rest and this person just keeps on like literally hurling insults at you. And then your two cousins are in the room just like, <laughs> we did not know what to do. <laughs> We're literally just sitting there on the edge of like the beds and just listening because what do you do that's her friend I can't be like oh hey can you not talk to my cousin like that because I don't know what their relationship mm -hmm. is like and so um the night didn't end well like eventually my cousin got up too with a lot of energy <laughs> her little power nap worked and then they start going at it and um yeah out they they never spoke after that that trip which was weird wow. they fly out together and so my cousin had to wake her up to catch their flight but um yeah they they never talked again I think the girl might have reached out to my cousin on LinkedIn just to be like hey like I, I kind of miss our friendship but it had been like at least a year and so my cousin wow. had already accepted the fact that we're not going to be friends so it wasn't my friendship that ended but um yeah it was just such an awkward situation maybe that's why I don't travel with people <laughs> I don't know yeah I, I feel like uncomfortable I feel like you might have some PTSD it was bad. It was not good. Like this is a um a very like tame version of what mm -hmm. happened that evening. And because it, it literally disrupted the whole night. And at the end of the night, like nobody really got to sleep because we're up for another few hours mm -hmm. trying to figure out what happened. Not trying to figure out what happened, but trying to figure out how to move forward after the the fight, you know? So yeah. And then, you know. It kind of goes back to the whole conversation we had around friendship breakups um, and just like when a friendship ends and it's over something like because one person wanted to sleep and the other person wanted to go out. It just makes you wonder, like, were we really friends? Um, it seems small, but if you go on and on for a couple of hours talking about other things, it seems that there may have been some tension there or something. Yeah. I just remember thinking like, how, how am I in this? Like, well, <laughs> how did I, of all people get here? You know, those movies where they, at the beginning, they're like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> like, what the heck is this? I had and never had that experience. 
And then I feel like when you kind of get into it with people on trips and you're away from home, everything just feels amplified because there's this pressure there. You just want things to go right because you're typically far away from home. You don't know anyone else. You're you're outside of your comfort zone. Emotions are heightened. Yes. You spent money. So you're like, we're going to have a good time. (laughs) That'll be the thing. Like, no, I spent money. So that'll make me more aggressive than I ever been. Yeah. It's it's a lot of pressure. And yeah, I can definitely see how a friendship will come to an end because you're like, so now is when you decide that it's the time for this to go left. We could have did this at home. So Mary, can I ask, what do you think would have fixed that issue? Or like, what do you think could have could have changed the whole night? Man, that's a good question. I think obviously my cousin could have just been like, you know what, I'll go out. And I think that would have been, I don't think it would have been fine. I don't think they would still be friends like till this day or anything. It was going to be something else. Yeah, it would have definitely made a less awkward situation for me <laughs> um, if she would have just gone out. But I I think if if we had agreed to the, like had stuck to the plan we agreed to, let's go get ready and then leave instead of, oh, well, let's turn the TV on. And now everybody's taking a nap. And, you know, it, I think that complicated things because it was like this time where we're in limbo of, okay, like, should we just sleep? Like if the birthday girl and the friend are like sleeping and us, like the two cousins were kind of tired too, like maybe we should just stay here. So yeah, maybe if we would have just stuck to the plan, it wouldn't have been as bad. I will say though, that if, if your plans had been pretty busy and you know, like sometimes you get to the end of the night when you're on vacation and you've been doing a lot or it's just hot outside and you're so tired. I can remember when Elle and I went to Vegas mm-hmm. for a girl's trip and you, in Vegas, your days are long. <laughs> I would say I get to the end of the night. By two o'clock, I might be done for the day. Yeah. And so we, we had um, made plans to go to Cirque du Soleil and that was the last thing. And I just remember being so tired and it took everything in me to get out of that bed and dressed. And the <laughs> only reason why I feel like we went was because of how much we spent on the tickets. Yeah. And like we, we have to get this done. I was in there half falling asleep. Yeah, sure. I fell asleep. I, was <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't remember anything about that. I remember I was there, but I don't, I couldn't tell you what We were so tired. So not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I definitely understand being tired in the end of the night. And it is one of those things where don't get in the bed, don't turn on lifetime, just keep pushing through, turn on some music, because if you get in that bed, it's over. It's it's over. What happened? Now that you say that, their flight the night before had actually gotten canceled. There was bad weather where they were. So like 24 hours before their flight is canceled. I think my cousin had literally given up on the trip. She was just like, there's no way. And then the um, the other cousin was like, no, there is a way and found a ticket for them like very early the next morning. So I actually spent the night in my <laughs> by myself because nobody else was there to meet me and so they got in maybe like seven eight in the morning and so you know they they had to be tired because they got there and then immediately it was well now we only have so much time here like we have to make the best of it so um yeah I mean it was just a tiring day and I I got it but my friend was like no (laughs) ma'am I don't have any stories as juicy and crazy as that I could take think of two things where a situation could have went really left if um if I weren't with the people that I was with so the first thing was actually a trip I was with with L, mm-hmm. where we planned a trip for my birthday and um let's just say we ended up unintentionally at a swingers resort <laughs> you have to tell them that <laughs> How? how? <laughs> because let's just say I was busy with work. I was doing research on resorts. It looked really nice. And yeah, so we get there. And what was interesting, though, was that 
on the way there, it was another group that was also going. And I don't think that they knew either. At least that was my assumption. But I say all that to say that I'm thankful that the girls I went with were very adaptable and open-minded and nothing weird or crazy happened. Obviously, it wasn't officially, I don't even know how you say it. It wasn't an official swingers resort, but uh, in your face, but it was noticeable. It was noticeable. It was something that once we got there, we were at the pool, we just started seeing some things. And thankfully, the people I was with, we just kind of laughed it off and it provided good entertainment, but it could have went really left with them feeling some type of way towards me because I was the person that picked the resort. you have us at this resort, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am? Right. But um, yeah, we just laughed. We had a good time. We had a good trip. And yeah, but it could have went left. The other one was um, I took a road trip with some girls and one of the girls used it as a time to literally be on the phone with her boyfriend the entire time. Yeah. Hate to see it. (laughs) Yeah. And so the trip itself was good. There was no drama, but me and the other girl, we definitely talked about it and we're just kind of like, it's supposed to be a girl's trip, not girl's trip. Plus you're on the phone with your boyfriend the entire time, but we were young and I'm still cool with this person to this day, but it could have went left if me and the other girl took it to heart that this time that we were supposed to be spending together, uh, you know, we weren't able to do it in the way that we envisioned. Mm, yeah, that'll break your heart. I, uh, this, <laughs> this um, wasn't planned, but have you guys ever gotten like lost on a trip, like in a, a different country? That's like very, um, a time that like stands out to you. I thought I was going to get murdered in Germany once. I want to um, hear this. Ooh. I wasn't going to bring this up because I was with a guy, but we weren't dating. He was gay. So he's kind of like one of the girls. So we could kind of call it a girl's trip. I don't know. I was in uh, Germany. We went for a, I think it was like a fraternity ball or something. Um, it was when I was living in, in France. So we, we took a flight, a short flight, and then we got there. And this is our first time going to Germany. We landed at night and we just weren't prepared. Um, So we get out the airport and we were trying to get a taxi to our hostel. And that is when we both realized that we did not speak a lick of German. And so we're trying to communicate where we're trying to go and we can't, we don't know how to say anything. So we're like trying to pull up on our phones, obviously no service or no data. And so we're trying to like give him the address and just show it to him. And he was like, okay, puts our bags in the car. Me and he been in the car and we drive off. Again, it's nighttime. So like 40 minutes later or so, we both notice that we are in a forest. I, you know, didn't know if our hostel was in a forest or not, but I was pretty sure it was not. And so I was like, I'm gonna need to see some civilization here really soon or we're gonna have a situation. And he kept driving, kept driving, maybe another 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And then he pulls over onto a dirt road in the forest and stops. And at that moment, it's like survival mode kicked in, right? So I'm pulling out my pepper spray. My friend is like literally taking off his shoelaces and we just like communicating like by looks. We ain't saying nothing. We just looking at each other like, all right, well, I guess it's, I guess we about to fight for our lives. Like, I guess it's about to get real, real, what we got to do. And we ready, like on edge, ready for whatever. And he, meanwhile, even though he knew we didn't speak German, he, he still didn't say anything to us. So he never, our, the cab driver never said anything. And we're just sitting there for what felt like an hour. It was probably like two minutes. And then he just backs up, gets back on the road, keeps going, and then makes the next turn. And our hostel was there. So he got lost, but we had no idea that our hostel was in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, a scariest moment I have ever experienced in a foreign country. Oh, and I, I mean, I, you know, I lived in, I mean, I not lived in the hood. I stayed in the hood in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally, um, definitely was in the hood in Greece once, but that the Germany trip is one for the books for me in I'm terms of like, something not wrong. Yeah. You know what? I said, I'm glad y'all lived uh, to tell me too. <laughs> Ooh, that was a nail biter. All right. (laughs) 
Um, the the reason why I asked is because we had an incident in um in Mexico, and like so we went out for the night. the The bus from the resort like took us to town or whatever it was. Um, and like we get there, we it was it was a, a tense night. Like no nobody knew what they wanted to eat. And I was like, Ugh, there the was worst. food at the resort. So if we, like, if we were going to do this, like, we could have been indecisive at the resort. But um, anyway, so we finally sit down and eat. And then we're like, oh, we're just going to walk back because the resort was not far at all. And we had been on the bus to town, like, a few times. So we felt like we knew how to get there. And I was like, I... It was like maybe we should just take a taxi, but you know, it was fine. We start walking and so huh? So you thought. Yeah, I, I really thought, okay, we'll be fine. We start walking and we had our GPS because the GPS would tell us, okay, like you know where to go. So I was like, it'll be fine. We start walking and we're going in the right direction. We all know this. We're seeing things that are familiar. Then we get to this kind of fork in the road. And the GPS says, go straight. But there was like straight right and there was straight left. And so <laughs> the person who had the GPS was like, oh, it says go straight. So I guess this way. And we're just like, okay. <laughs> so we start walking straight right. And I would say maybe about like 10 minutes in, I was like, I feel like we should be there by now. And they were like, girl, when you're on the bus, of course it's shorter. So we just have to walk a little bit longer. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. You do have to, like, we we are only on legs. Like, <laughs> just give it like five minutes. Oh, only. <laughs> I was like, let's give it five minutes. And then we start seeing, like, these houses. I know for a fact I have never, I had never seen those houses, like, that whole weekend. And I was like, guys, we should try to, like, head the other way because this can't be it but they decided to keep on walking um how many of y'all was there it was three of us Mm. and um yeah so finally like after walking maybe like a good 30 minutes we had (laughs) we had walked we were coming up on this thing where it looks like a looked like a security post and so I was like I'm just gonna stop and ask the person who I see here, you know, like it's three of us, like we'll be able to run away if anything. So I stopped and I asked the guy and he's like, oh no, this place that you're trying to get to is the other way. At this point, I'm like, okay, so now we have to turn back around and walk 30 minutes back to get to that fork in the road where it all went left when we took that right. (laughs) And so um, at this point, we're tired, our feet are hurting. And we saw a taxi. So I was like, guys, let's just get that taxi. We get in this taxi and literally within a minute and 30 seconds, we were at our resort. He just went down the road, took the turn that we should have taken. And it was literally right there. We really walked for about an hour for no reason. But yeah, that that was our story about getting lost in Mexico. We made it back to the resort though. And it was you got your You got your exercise. I didn't need it. <laughs> I didn't want it either. <laughs> okay. Didn't ask for it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about trips like you, well, girls trips, you have to be flexible and maybe letting one person take the lead on something if they feel really strongly about it. Um, but you have a pretty good photographic memory. So if you said, if you said that you saw something, you, you had never seen those houses, I would have I had never seen those houses because they were like beautiful homes. I would have been, I would have commented on them. Like, oh, look at that house. Mm -hmm. Um, Never before, but you know, those are crazy times. Never again. Next time I'm just taking a taxi. I don't care how much it costs or what day it is, how adventurous we're feeling. No, taxi me. All right. So Elle, you mentioned that you had another interesting story that happened to you while on a girl's trip. Yes. This one went down in Puerto Rico, um, San Juan to be exact. This was also a trip that I went on with people I didn't know. It was a friend of a friend's, a friend of a friend's birthday. 
and she wanted to do a girl's trip and they were, I guess, were probably trying to get the cost down. So they were like, yeah, invite your friends and we'll all go. And I was down because again, I'm usually down for anything. So ended up being, I think, eight of us and I knew two of them and I just showed up. Um, (laughs) And I had no idea what the plan was. I had no idea like anything on the itinerary, any of the activities, nothing. I was just down for whatever. And one morning they were like, all right, everyone get ready, be ready by, you know, 8 a.m. And wear something that you can work out in, workout gear. And I was like, all right, cool, bet. We get in a car, a van, and the van starts driving. And I'd say like an hour later, we were climbing, driving up the woods. <laughs> it's like, what, what's going on, guys? And they're like, oh, no, we're just going on a, on, a, on a hike. And I was like, okay, cool. I can, you know, I can hike. Um, this was not a hike, y'all. This was, I don't know, a level, a level 20 hike on a scale of one to five. Like, <laughs> as soon as we stepped out of the van, I stepped like knee deep in water and I was like, no, this is, no, my shoes are wet. I'm not feeling it. What, how do I, how do I get down? (laughs) And we proceeded to hike again, quote unquote, um, for about an hour. And I was scared for my life the whole time. We're climbing over like wet rocks. We're like shimmying like across cliffs to make sure like up against the boulder so that we don't fall off the cliff. Um, At one point we literally had to rock climb I mean, they literally threw a rope down the side of the doggone mountain and it was like probably 20 feet. And they were like, yeah, climb up. And I was like, do I get a harness or something? They're like, no, just, you know, hold on, use your feet. And I was like, so if I fall, I'm, I'm dead. Like there, you know, it's nothing but rocks down here. Um, excuse me, sir. This is, I did not know that this is what we were going to be doing. And so at one point, you know, I just start wondering how, I started wondering how we getting down because I'm, I just feel like there's, there's no way I can go down the way that I came up, um, repelling off the side of, of boulders. So we get to the top and they're like, all right, so here's your harness. Here's your gear. Here's your helmet. Um, this is how you hold on to the bars. Cause you're going to zip line down. And I was like, when I woke up this morning, <laughs> I did not know that I was going to be zip lining for the first time, but at the same time, Whatever gets me down this mountain the, qu- the quickest, I'm down for. So I was like, I'll be first <laughs> and get me the hell off this mountain. And so I ziplined and had absolutely no idea that that was going to be part of the plan. I just knew that was the quickest way down and probably the safest way down at that, at that point. Wow. <laughs> and I was telling me, Osha, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I feel like that one trip I went to in Puerto Rico is probably why I plan and do itineraries in that. <laughs> now yeah. Like, like, I need to know what we're doing because I I didn't sign up for that. Oh. Yeah. And I think also you went with eight people, only two of which you knew. And then it sounds like the person who planned, you didn't maybe know them as well no. to like reach out to be like, hey, well, what's the plan? No. Yeah, I didn't. I could have asked though. But again, I mean, had I known really what kind of day that was going to be, I probably would have passed and just gone like shopping or something with maybe yeah. one of the other girls. I don't regret going on the trip. I regret going on the trip that blindly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, for me too, I, I want to make it back home in one piece. Like I could be adventurous, but I will say there are things that I've done on vacation where looking back, I'm like, oh, that was a close one. I shouldn't have done that. Some of these activities are pretty dangerous. So, wow. Samira is like, I don't know anything about that life. I, <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm on vacation to put my feet up. We climbed the ruins um, in Tulum on that same trip where we got lost. And like when we got to a certain place, I think one of us looked down and we all just collectively decided, nope, this is where we're going to stop. Get the camera out. Let's get our good pictures now. People don't need to know that we didn't make it to the top. And there was this like lady who was, I don't know, going on 60. She's like, I made it to the top. Y'all are so young. Ma'am, we do not respond to peer pressure. Okay. I'm glad you made it to the top. I like that you enjoyed your view. It's not for me. I can live without the view. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that life completely. (laughs) So yeah. So we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, friendships coming to an end uh, during a girl's trip. Elle, you share your story uh, 
about London and Paris. Uh, but do you think that there was something already there? So on that trip specifically, you said that you felt that there may have been some tension maybe building. However, just in general, if, if something is falling apart on a trip um, and then you get home and you just never talk again or the friendship's over, do you think that it was something already there? Because in my mind, I guess my first reaction would be, okay, this is just like one little trip, but I have like a whole friendship at home with this person. Is it worth you know, ending it or trying again? Or maybe this is just a friend I just don't travel with. Yeah, those are good points. Um, I think in that scenario, it probably should have been a friend that I just didn't travel with. And I think that some of the signs were there that we probably shouldn't have spent eight days together 24 seven in a foreign country. Um, Cause like I said, she was a very, she did have a very strong personality. So in hindsight, probably not the person you wanna go internationally with. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't really, I say I don't like to, I don't like to have regrets. So mm -hmm. I'm still glad it happened. Um, I don't really feel like I missed the friendship. I don't know if that's a mean thing to say. I feel like I'm good, um, on my friends that I currently have. Like, do you think that maybe it just like bought up tension that was already there? So you guys seemed to be fine when you were stateside, or it could just be any other friendship that may have ended on a trip or over a trip. I don't think a true friendship would end like that. You know what I mean? I think we were socially, I think we were after work friends. Not really, I, I would never have called her a best friend. Um, okay, so like you said, like maybe just not the person you would take that type of trip with. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Like if I'm taking a big international trip with someone, we better be close, close, family. <laughs> Even if we fall out while we're there, when we get back stateside, we're, we're sisters again. Right. Uh, can I say, I, I did have a trip with a very close friend that um, had some very, I think, uncomfortable moments. And I remember being scared for the friendship at one point. And I was like, are we going to be okay after this trip? And I was like, I was legit concerned. Um, also, because we shared other mutual friends. And I was like, what is this going to do to the dynamic of our, you know, group friendship? And I remember um, at the airport, she hugged me and thanked me and said she still loved me. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to be good. Yeah. What about you, Samaria? I don't know if it applies because you seem to only travel with family. <laughs> I'm trying to think about when I've traveled with a friend. Like, I mean, I invited a new friend to New Orleans to my family reunion, but that was a safe space for me because all my, like my whole family was there. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think this one applies to me. Yeah. Have y'all never gone on a trip together? Just the two of you? No, but we do have a road trip coming up. Yeah. So. Just if the podcast ends, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Uh, just the two of us know. Yeah. And I don't know that I would include my wedding or like close by stuff that maybe have taken like a day. Nothing where we've gone international or like domestic for a significant period of time. Yeah. That's however, however, I, I would say that you know, we're team no divorce over here. So we just have to get back home, shake it off. <laughs> right. If you need some time, go take some time. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't even traveled with my sister up until like a couple of years back. Um, it's usually just with my cousins. So or by myself, like if I'm going somewhere and I have family there, um, I'll travel by myself just because it's just simple. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But um, do you guys have any like final advice for the people who are about to get into girls trips this summer? Um, any final pieces of advice for them? Yeah, so I just say, um, you know, we've talked a lot about kind of the negative or things that could go wrong as far as girls, girls trips go. I would just say that um, don't let, you know, some of what could happen um, deter you from embarking on girls trips. Um, they could be a lot of fun, making memories. They could also bring you closer together with people. And um, I guess the best way to say it is to don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. 
um, there's could be some bad, but I just wouldn't completely avoid it. Oftentimes, you know, you'll hear women say like, oh, well, that's why I don't have as many girlfriends or that's why I don't travel with people. Um, but up until this point, I've been blessed to have some pretty good girls trip experiences. And um, as long as you are aligned with the people that you're going with, you're able to be flexible. And um, if the friendship is genuine, like Elle said, you know, when you make it back home, if, if it wasn't a huge blow up, hopefully they, you guys can move past that. And maybe it's a friendship where you just don't travel with that specific person, but mm-hmm. don't let it deter you from girls trips altogether. Yeah. Get out there and create those memories. Oh, I would say play it safe for the rest of 2021. <laughs> if people you know, uh, just and keep in mind that the person giving this advice is not much of a risk taker when it comes to traveling with other people. Um, so, you know, just if, if you're the opposite of me, maybe this advice isn't for you, but I would play it safe this year because after the last year and us not being able to go places freely, um, I don't want you to pay any money that you're not going to like benefit from, you know, so go with people who you have a good track record with who you've been able to enjoy their company, even if there are like little things on trips, you guys are able to get over it. Uh, Yeah, so play it safe this year, y'all. You can experiment in 2022. Yeah, that's true. Play it safe. Go, but play it safe. I like that. I say go too. Um, (laughs) I definitely say do it. Um, I, I guess kind of along with what you were saying, Samira, like we have all just lived, well, I was gonna say just live through a pandemic, but I still think it's classified as a pandemic. So we are living through a pandemic. Um, And so we've been cooped up. And I just feel like if you've never done it, why not? Like, I don't think people should keep putting things off. Like, oh yeah, I'll I'll do it one day or I'll do it down the line and then you never do it. So I say do it. And if you have friends or you don't have friends, um, you have friends that don't wanna go with you or you know, there are financial situations I feel like you should also be comfortable with going by yourself or finding a group of people that could go with you. And again, like I think I mentioned this earlier, there are some groups like the Nomadness Travel. I actually looked it up before we got here. They do group trips and I think they're planning one for Columbia in 2022. Um, It's like a black travel group. And I know there are plenty of other ones. If you want to go for a sporting event, find, you know, a club of people that are going for that event. I just I would I would still go. And I think um, my advice is to do it. You never know until you go. Nice. Awesome. I have one more thing. I wanted to do a last question. Oh, what is it? It's a surprise. Look at her surprising us on our (laughs) own pocket. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. I wanted to ask if if y'all would like give your goals on where you want to go next. Like where's your next uh, girls trip or where's your dream vacation? That is an awesome question because your girl has a list. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll just do one place on my list. um, And that is Haiti. So I will be turning 30 in the next, well, still kind of the next two years, um, a little less, but I'll be turning 30. So, you know, I would like to take some trips um, leading up to that birthday and following that birthday and so I, I have like a, a list of places that I want to go and Haiti is high on that list. Would it be with your cousins, Samaria? <laughs> probably, yes. Um, it, it probably will be. Maybe I'll invite other people. I don't know, but probably. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I'm getting an invite, but I guess not. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be going to enough places where I'll need people to travel to. So yes, I, I will be inviting you somewhere. We should, we should talk about that, actually. Yay. <laughs> I guess for me, I haven't thought of specific places other than I just want to go somewhere. For real. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and for me, you know, my life is a bit different than it was a year or two ago. So somewhere that I can get to easily that involves water, relaxation, I can bring my baby. Yeah, so someone's beach. I don't know where, I don't know exactly when, I don't have all the details, but I'm excited just to go. Yeah, I think my goal is to go to places that are predominantly Black. Um, 
over the next few years. Like, I, I don't know that I'll be seeing Europe anytime soon or, you know, um, so just a little goal of mine. Um, mine is pretty bougie and, you know, it is what it is. Um, I want to go to Yacht Week and specifically, I want to go to Yacht Week in Croatia. That is like pretty much my bucket list. <laughs> I support yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we talked about it a few years ago. So that's been on your list for a while. Yeah, Croatia has been one of my list on my list like forever. And I, I don't know why I haven't gone as many places as I've been. Yacht Week is a new discovery that happened like the last couple of years. And I'm like, oh, I can knock two birds with one stone. <laughs> mm -hmm. I hope it happens very soon. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do that now. And if you love what you've heard, make sure to leave us a five-star review. Also, our time together doesn't have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic, but we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals podcast where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Until next time, bye. Bye.